Oh, breaking your ankle again. Yeah. Have you? (laughs) 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 Don't walk away from me. I I have have nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. Now that's why I call grief, 63. That was going to be the title of this episode, Now That's What I Call Grief. When both your mum's dead, but Banner is life. <laughs> you can take it away. You introduce the, the trauma. Well, I just thought it would be an interesting conversation about how, if it has affected our friendship and what the last 12 months have been like really for you. I can't really place one overall feeling. Um... But it's definitely introduced new feelings that I didn't realise I had. In regards to our friendship, I think it's brought us closer together because I think we understand each other in a new way. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think you get me more. 100%. Like 100 million percent. No, 100%. Yeah. I really do. Mum passing away is also just... So almost like grounded me a little bit to be like, you don't need to do everything. You don't need to like stress about everything. Yeah, you are a warrior. I'm a warrior, but I've... I'm definitely more, I'm less, less fearful. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't, if, when your worst fears come true. Yeah. I do feel that I can do anything now. Yeah. Do you feel like you've accepted it? I don't know. I think so. I feel, I don't feel as overwhelmed with the emotion, like the tears and the sobbing and the panic of that it. That initial it has shock, definitely stopped. Yeah. I don't sob. I don't sob every day. I don't sob every week. There's a week, I go weeks without crying. Yeah. Now. I had a thought the other day that I thought, what would it be like if she was still here? And I haven't thought that since she died. And that was weird for me to think that. I think the thing is, it's like, you can't, in 12 months, there's, like, there's still going to be things that are new. Yeah. And it's always that first time, that first time of, you know, like you were saying, like if you had a doctor's appointment or something, yeah. you were saying all those things, like there'll be some, there'll, there's things that you've still not done yet that yeah. you'll have to do and that she's not here and that, I think until you've kind of done all of those things. Yeah, I've had to learn who I am without my mum. I, I, re- me and mum are really, really close. You know that. And I very much defined my life through her, not acceptance, but like her being able to like, be like, oh yeah, that's fine for you. Do that. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't need to do that. Or you just needed her. her appro- I yeah. needed her, not even approval. It wasn't about approval. Well, I guess it is approval. And not her not being here and having to learn who I am without my mum has been, that's been the hardest thing. Phoebe without Gina mm. and needing her to make everything all right. And I don't think there's anything more as a mother that she could have done. No way. That is part of acceptance, isn't it? Knowing mm. that they, they, the time that they were here and the time that they, you had with them was mm. enough. Mm. You helped me, I guess not, I guess not fear... The yeah, they never like not yeah because and because and also like we're all we are all gonna die, and what is wrong with our like the Western world and our culture is that we're we so fear scared it. we're scared of it. of it and we fear it whenever well, you know Eastern religions and everything and not even religion like just cultures they embrace it and it they celebrate it's it not the because end. we don't we don't know we we have no idea what is gonna happen after no. we die. I think the fin- the finality of it is something yeah. that as human beings it's like we're not used to that as people. Mm. Like we're used to always, there's always a fix for something. Mm. There's always a, like a reverse, like anything. And it's like, 
it's very uh, contradictory to how we live. So to be mm. to feel that finality and know that you, there's nothing that you can do about it. Yeah. That is like what hits you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. It's like your instant reaction is like, well, what, what can I do? And you can't. Yeah. And, and you know, we're not, when people die, we're not sad that they've died because they're not suffering anymore. They don't, they're fine. They're, they're doing whatever they're doing, whether there's life after death yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're chilling. Yeah, they're chilling out. We're, we're the ones that are like, that are struggling. Like it's, it's, it's selfish. It's not selfish because grief is fucking yeah. mad, but it is like, we're thinking about how, how am I going to deal without my mum in my life now? How am I going to deal with not her being there to make everything okay for me? Mm. You know, like how, what, what's Christmas going to be like without her being there to make, to bring, buy me loads of presents? It's all selfish. I believe in life after death. I will see my mum again. Mm. And I feel her. Her presence was so big. There is no way that it can just disappear. And that gives me comfort, you know? We have like electricity inside of us, don't mm. we? Like we have mm -hmm. an electrical pulse. And like, it's a fact that you can't, energy can't be destroyed. It can mm. only be transferred. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's somewhere. That energy has gone 100%. somewhere, whether it's in you or the ground or the air, like, it's gone somewhere. It's 100%. Not, you can't, it's a scientifically proven fact. You cannot destroy energy. Yeah. So are somewhere. If you could tell your mum one thing that has happened this year when she's been away, what would you tell her? That I've met an amazing man yeah. who is what I deserve and is my best mate and he's so funny and has given me something that I didn't think, didn't think I needed or like also didn't think that like I would ever have it in that capacity. Mm. I kind of always saw, I always thought like it, things would always, I don't know. Just men were always gonna be men were always gonna Mate, be the shit. bar was in hell, so yeah, it's true. And just shandy ASAP. Oh my god, I bought Prosecco. Did you? Oh good. Did you buy? No, I didn't realise that I'd done that. What did you buy? Just Prosecco? No. Prosecco and Fosters. <laughs> yeah. Classy night. Classy night. I love the Prosecco. Is there any chicken nuggets there? A question for you about this. If you could tell your mum something. I would tell her I'd tell her that the cat's still alive and yeah. that I'm happy. That's all I, I think that's all she'd care about. She'd be delighted though. I don't think there'd be anything else. Nothing else matters. Mm. My happiness is, to me, everything. And I think I have to be happy because I, that's my way of like thanking her for the life mm. that she gave me because mm. she wasn't here for very long. Mm. So it's like, I have to, I choose to be happy. And I think, when you lose someone like mm. your mom or your dad or someone that's really, really close to you, I think mm. at that point, happiness becomes a choice because it's you have a reason to be upset every single day. Yeah. You have a reason to cry at every moment of the yeah. day. And it's like, and you choose not to. Mm. Um, and it's become it becomes subconscious because it's not like a conscious thing. You just wake up and you are just not in bits. Yeah. So that's a sub, it becomes a subconscious decision to be happy every single day. And I yeah. think that happiness is something that I've, I think it's something a lot of people struggle with and I've learned to be able, I've learned happiness and I've learned about acceptance and I've learned about expectations mm -hmm. and I've learned about how to manage those things. Mm -hmm. And cause I think happiness, unhappiness occurs when your expectations aren't met yeah. or you're unable to accept the reality that you're living in. 100%. And I think being 15 when my mom died, it, I, had no choice but to accept it mm. because I was completely powerless in the situation. Mm. I, I didn't even know that she was dying. Mm. I was, they, everyone else knew, no one told me that mm. she was dying. Even the night that she died, like I left the house. It was my friend's birthday, I left the house. I said, I'll see you later. 
and I came back and she was dying. Like mm. it wasn't, I didn't get to say goodbye to her. I didn't have, there was no profound moment. Like mm. I don't, I don't remember the last thing I said to my mum because it was such an insignificant moment. Mm. I thought I'd seen her in half an hour. And that, you know, that would be hard for some people to accept. And it probably was for a while, but it doesn't change anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, if mm. we, we knew how we felt about each other. So being forced to accept those things then mean, makes everything else so much easier to accept in mm. life. And that leads to a happier life, I think. Mm. Absolutely. And also, even if you did have a definitive, like, ending to saying goodbye to her, like, does that, would that even, that wouldn't make it easier, would mm. it? I would like to remember just something mm. like it was just so insignificant mm. so i do yeah i wish i could remember some just something you know i mean because again because it was so long ago it's it would be nice to have just like one memory to kind yeah. of hold on to when you go through something really horrible mm. it then raises your level of tolerance for things and I, sometimes i accept too much i think from people mm. and i get ended up in, in what way well, I think I just end up getting treated like taking the piss out of sometimes because I just accept it. I'll say things to you about things and you'll be like, why are you letting them do that to you? Or why are you just like, but I just accept everything because I don't think I have, I haven't learned to filter that. I just, it's easier for me to just accept what it is and then just, I probably should go back to therapy to be honest. I mean, I think therapy's helpful to anyone. I just... He kept saying my life was tragic. Yeah, that's but that's not good. That, that's not a good. Fucking, that's not. Yeah, a good I had a therapist and he kept being like, oh, "God, that's so sad." Like I consciously wanted a male mm. therapist because you know what? Because when my mum died, the school made me go therapy, and the therapist knew my mum. That's and outrageous. And she didn't know she died, and she started crying in therapy when yeah. I took a picture in. I and had, I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss. That's, <laughs> people are mad. I had a call with an NHS therapist and she cried down the phone to me and said, I can't believe that you went through that. Get a fucking grip. She was like, I'm so, <laughs> she went to me, I'm so close with my mum, I can't ever imagine that happening. I was like, you're really fucking not helping me. That's awful. Awful. You have to like, I've, I mean, my therapist is incredible now that I found and I've been having, having therapy for the last six months. And I just think you have to kind of like go through them a little bit to find who you get on with. I didn't tell my therapist that my mum had died. That's mad. I know. I kept talking about boys. Yeah, you were distracted. He was like, why is this girl paying £50 an hour to tell me about the boys that she's talking to? And then I, then I, I think on the fourth session, I was like, oh, by the way, my mum died when yeah. I was 15. And he was like, right. He was like, there was, I knew there was something yeah. about you. And he was like, I couldn't work out. And he was like, you know, losing, as a child to lose your parent, that's the most traumatic thing that a human I'm, being can go through. And you didn't you think to mention it. Left that one off the list. Yeah, I didn't mention it. Therapy was one time when I felt like I could that it was kind of like a safe space, but then it, I just then had like 16 years of emotion that would have an hour to come out and I couldn't... Keep it to that. Like, the was... way that I'm talking to you now, I couldn't, I would be crying my eyes out just talking. Yeah. And it was just like, he would just, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm okay. And he's like, I don't think you are. And it was really hard to explain to him that I am okay, but... It, but you shouldn't have to be explaining that to a therapist. That's why he's not yeah. a therapist. Like that's, that is the problem. You need to find a new therapist. He was really shit. Yeah, because have... a therapist, you sit there and you present whatever it is and they listen. And then when you need them to talk, they talk. A therapist doesn't need to say you're not right. Like that's the worst thing you could fucking say to someone. Are you Did sure you... you're okay? You're not right? Like that's not going to help you. I didn't really know my mum because I was so young when she died. It's like, I don't, I can't think about what she would have been like as a grandparent. She was 42 when she died. I didn't really even know her as a person. I knew her as my mum. Mm. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's lighten up the conversation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Grief's so boring. So boring. Yeah. People, and also another thing, just to lighten up, people love to talk about grief. Like, Do they? People that aren't, yeah, that a lot of people that 
want to talk about your grief. Do you know what? Hey, when people say I'm so sorry, you, you didn't kill them. Why are you sorry? Like, <laughs> fuck off. Or I'm thinking of you. You saying that you're thinking of me is doing absolutely nothing <laughs> for doing me. doing absolutely nothing I don't give a shit group. that you're thinking about me. I just think it gives people... It's a, for them. It's for them. Yeah, it's, it's all definitely for them. For I them. think a lot, it's a lot of it is for them. Also, like, I can't delve into this all the time. Like, I don't need to talk about it every week with someone, you know? Because... For a long time. I know it's only been a year, but still. For yeah, like I mean, when I can't talk about when I time. see my friend's parents, they'd always just start crying. Because they're like, oh, like you're so grown up, like your mum would be so proud of you. And I'm like, I don't care. I literally don't care. Yeah, shut up, Tracy. Or, God, you're, you're, you're your mum. You're your mum. I'm like, I know I'm her daughter. People don't say that to me because my mum wasn't black. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 nothing like her. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about death because like you said, it's boring. Phoebe. <laughs> Tell me you've never had a shandy without telling me you've never had a shandy. I have had a shandy, I told you. But... Have you? Because he doesn't look like it. Yeah, but I don't know what to pour in what. Anyway, do you want some? <laughs> Sweetheart. Simply depressed. <laughs> <laughs> the Prosecco's here. Um, the Prosecco, the, oh. Hello. Hello, hi, I'm Oscar. Thank God for that. Come in. Just in the nick of time. Speak for order details on your phone. Oh, do you need a pick of the order number? Yeah. All right. There's one what's a, what's a clean jeep? There's one free for... This is free? Yeah. Oh, love, that's for the... For the weight? Yeah. What the hell is that? Is that a whole bottle of gin? Yeah. It's lovely. From you? Is it alcohol free? It's 1.2%. No, it's not alcohol free. One, Take it back. Well, well, 1.7. That's not even going to touch the size. What's your favourite? Truth. Truth. Um, yeah, go on, let's do a shot. To clean G. Honey G. <laughs> honey G. Oh my God. Talking of Honey G. I saw Honey G in Brent Cross no, about did. three years ago. Oh. How Fine. is she? How is she? Did she have sunglasses on? Yeah. Stunners on. Hat. <laughs> Actually looked a bit like you. <laughs> People told you you look like Honey G. <laughs> really? A more beautiful oh version. No, you're a more beautiful version of Honey no, J. Honey G's beautiful, man. Well, I've never seen her face. She never took her glasses off. We interrupt this podcast. Not a Peroni. Yeah, I thought I'd switch it up. Do you have a bottle opener? Beautiful. <laughs> Tastes like medicine with water. Anyway. Oh fuck. <laughs>